What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother. I'm here with another episode for the Sex Experience Podcast. As you can see by the title, this is a Q&A I asked on my Instagram and Twitter. You know, ask me some questions and I'll answer these questions on my podcast. So, you know, if you're listening to my podcast and you don't follow me on social media, my Twitter is fairy sex mother, M-U-T-H-A. And my Instagram is fairy s mother because another story about Instagram deleting my shit, my original page. So I had to make a backup one. But nonetheless, this is a Q&A. So, you know, you can just ask me sex questions or relationship questions and I'll give you my advice the best way that I can. Here we go. And all right, boom. So someone's asked, name some good dating scene suggestions. Um, it just depends on what kind of person that you are. When it comes to planning dates for your partner, you want to be mindful of doing something that they would like to do, but you can find enjoyment in it as well. A date, a purpose of a date is for you and your partner to build that connection, to bond, to grow, to build communication skills, to love on each other, to admire each other, to lust each other. I mean, to be very honest, when you look at, when you go on a date with your partner, do you just sit there and be like, Oh, I'm on the date with this little fucker. Or do you be like, wow, you know, you're really an amazing person. I love being with you or whatever. But that wasn't the basis of the question. So some ideas that people could try for dates. Um, if you want to go outside the box, always do something adventurous. Go bike riding, kayaking, skiing, snowboarding. Adventurous outside games are always fun. Um, go-kart riding, ping pong, tennis, mini golf. Those kind of things are really cool and really interesting. Honestly, a, a good date could be going shopping. You guys could like just buy each other some outfits. Like, oh, I thought this outfit looked good on you. This one will look good on you. Buy each other some shoes. Um, another cool date is going for a walk in the park. Relax your mind, body, and spirit. Always enjoy nature. Like outside, having inside dates where you spend money. Sanji, leave it alone. Go sit down. Having inside dates is always fun or dates where you have to spend money. It is fun. It is enjoyable. And there are a lot of benefits to it. But there are a lot of. um, There are a lot of benefits to having free dates as well, like a free date being a picnic. You don't necessarily always have to eat on a picnic, but you could just sit down and enjoy nature, enjoy life, watch a movie together, do something just as long as you're out the house. Go on a long car ride. That's an amazing date. If you and your partner just like love music or just love to vibe and talk with one another, get in the car and drive around another major city. Even if you live in a major city, go to a different one. Because there's a whole world out here for us to experience. And if we just sit in one spot and experience it with that one person, you're going to get bored, you're going to get annoyed, you're going to get tired, and you might end up getting irritated with one another. Travel, live your life. Fuck, even if you're not young, just live your life and do something outside of um outside of just being in the house and outside of regular dates. There's nothing wrong with going to the movies and out to dinner cuz I mean shit, I like to eat. I'm pretty sure y'all like to eat, but let's let's think outside of the box. Let the box. <laughs> let's think outside of the box. Let's do something that would benefit the relationship, ourselves, and our partner. Because those are definitely three different things. So, 
Boom, that's an idea. Um, the next question was, how do you tell your partner that sex is boring without offending them? I actually did an entire podcast episode on that. But to summarize basically what I said, you have to tell them in a way where you still highlight. The main thing that comes from that episode is telling your partner the good or highlighting the good while explaining what's wrong. I feel like you are amazing at eating my pussy, but I feel like you should just do it a little bit longer. I think that you are amazing at the strokes that you give. Your dick, your stroke game is astounding, but I would rather have your whole dick than half of it. You know, I feel like um, the way you suck my dick, you do a very good job. You really a throat goat, but I want you to start to use your hands or incorporate more things with it because I want more stimulation than just your throat. It's nothing wrong with saying those things to your partner, especially if you are trying to be in a long-term relationship. So you want to be able to come to them and tell them when something isn't right. But also a little side note, I know I didn't say it in the other podcast episode about it, but if your partner does it, like they make a mistake one time, don't hold that one time against them and make it to where as if like, um, what am I trying to say? Don't hold that one time against them as if they done it like 10,000 times nonstop. Like let's say for example, you guys are having sex and just this one instance, he only ate your pussy for three seconds instead of eating it the full five minutes the way you would like it. If he did that that one time, then that shouldn't count against him because maybe that one time he was excited, tired, whatever the excuse is, maybe you don't feel like it's a valid excuse, but just like any and everything else you do with your partner, if both of you guys have these different dynamics going on and one person wants something more than the other, then you have to explain it. But if they do it that one time, then don't hold it against them. Now, if he only eats your pussy for three seconds and y'all been together for six months and he's been doing this every single time y'all have sex, he eat it for three seconds, then of course, you know, bring it to their attention. But if it's something that happens that one time and then after that one time they fix it and they do it different and better, it's okay because people make mistakes. It's a part of being a human. If you can't make mistakes as a human, then you're just an alien at this point. So the next question is, what are some of the wrong reasons to bring someone else in the bedroom? Um, Some of the wrong reasons. Okay, one wrong reason is if one person wants to do it, but the other person is not very comfortable. To be honest with you, you cannot convince someone to have a threesome because having threesomes or adding people into your relationship or in the bedroom, it takes a lot of trust and a lot of communication and a lot of commitment. And I think that's the part of threesomes people really don't talk about because, I mean, let's just be honest. And on before I go back to that part, before that, when it comes to adding somebody else in the bedroom, both partners need to be able to hear both sides of it. And when I say that, I'm more so for referring to heterosexual couples because there are instances where a lot of homosexual couples, they are more easy to add somebody else into the bedroom, especially if it's someone of the same gender. It's easier because the conversation is like, it's not, it's still the whole thing of seeing somebody else have relations with your partner, but it's not as difficult as a conversation to have because in a homosexual relationship, there is more likely a chance of them being all the same gender. Whereas in a heterosexual relationship, most threesomes that are discussed 
are two women and a guy. But when you guys have the conversation about adding somebody else into the bedroom, what if the woman wants to have another man added? And so when you have those kind of conversations, you have to see like how your person or your partner mindset is. Are they the kind of person where they are open to you having sex with other people, seeing somebody else have sex with you, seeing someone else pint you down, seeing someone else, you know, lick you, suck you, fuck you. It's so many things that can happen in the bedroom. And are you okay with seeing that? Um, I just watched you on Netflix and the scene where Joe was um, having a swingers session with their neighbors. I forgot their name, but the neighbors and she like just um, she spit on his dick and on the condom and then like stuck it in and started having sex and moaning and stuff. Even though love knew that it was somebody else that he was thinking about in order for him to like stay active. Think of that situation as if like maybe he wasn't thinking of someone else. What if that happens? What if you are not able to keep it up for your partner? And then as soon as we add somebody else into the bedroom, then now it's your body is reacting totally different. It's a lot of things that you have to think about when adding someone to the bedroom. And it can be confusing. It can cause a lot more damage than it can heal. If you want to add someone to the bedroom, you need a lot of trust in your partner. You need to trust them a thousand percent and know that this is just something fun for you two to do, for you guys to either get slutted out by somebody else or you slut someone out or you and your partner can tag team. I mean, you and the other person can tag team and slut your partner out however you want it to go. It has to be understood that this is pleasure And no more than that. This is not a relationship. This is not us trying to go somewhere serious. This is just fun and games. It's playtime. But again, if you are the kind of person where you don't really have that much trust in your partner, you guys have terrible communication skills, you guys aren't able to fully... If you guys have commitment issues as well, adding another person in the bedroom is not smart. Like, if your partner keeps cheating on you or y'all keep cheating on each other, having this kind of dynamic, an open relationship, maybe. But adding somebody else into the bedroom, no. Adding somebody into your bedroom, into your sex life, it takes a lot of, again, commitment, trust, and communication. Because I I wouldn't mind having sex with another girl, but I also wouldn't mind having sex with another guy. I wouldn't mind having sex with another guy in the terms of having a threesome, not a threesome, but having another guy come in the bedroom and I get double penetrated. But I know that my partner is not a thousand percent down with it. Does that mean that I look at him any different? Will I treat him any different? No, I would not. But there are still ways that we can add somebody else to the bedroom and I can still get my fix and he'll get his too. So if you guys aren't able to have those kind of conversations with your partner, then definitely adding somebody else into the bedroom would be a thousand percent a bad idea. All you're going to do is just hurt yourself or hurt your partner's feelings. And those feelings are more important than anybody else's. Your feelings and your partner's in that situation. Um, I have an issue with getting more of his dick down my throat. What are some alternative options? I have an issue. I had to read it again. I have an issue with getting more of his dick down my throat. What are some alternative options? Um, <laughs> I don't know where this whole thing of like straight throat is 
the best way to go. It's nothing wrong with deep throating um, his dick or anything like that. Because, I mean, it is fun. And I'm pretty sure I don't have a dick. But I'm pretty sure for guys when it's just wet cheeks, wet tongue, wet throat, and it's just gripped around your penis, I'm pretty sure that does feel amazing and feels great. But a great alternative one is, of course, the freest one, your hands. Your hands are at your disposal at any time. I don't know who came up with this whole thing of like, Deep throating only is the only way and the only great way to suck dick. When you have people like Tiana Tra- Tiana Trailer, hmm, Tiana Trump, Hazel Grace, when they suck dick, they also use their hands. They make sure the penis is f- saturated with spit, saliva, and they use their hands to do like twisting, jerking, jacking motions that just makes the man feel more pleased. And it makes their dick erect. And I know that porn isn't a good um, comparison because porn that we see on TV, television, movies, whatever, adult films, is not a real depiction of sex. But there are certain things that adult stars do that is relevant to the sex life. Like, I use my hands. Are there moments where, yes, I, like, throat the fuck out of his dick? For sure. Because that's just me and that's something that I did like to do. But my hands also took a lot of pressure off of my throat and my neck and my jaws and everything else. And sometimes using your hands could give your mouth time to unlock because you never know you'd be fucking with somebody who got locked jaw. Or you might be sucking dick and you get locked jaw. Another option is you could go to a sex store and get a penis sleeve. I used to sell these and penis sleeves are basically... Just this um, silicone or rubber material where it's two-sided. I would say get the two-sided one because you can um, give them head, make it really, really sloppy. If you want to use some like flavored lube that you enjoy and just make sure their penis is saturated with spit, saliva, whatever. And then you stick the penis sleeve on. And as you're putting the sleeve on and you're jerking him with the sleeve, You're just sucking on the tip and it still gives extra sensation. And when you get these sleeves from the sex store or if you ever decided to get one, they have some that have different ridges on the inside of it, different um, motions and everything like that. Like sex stores is really a great option for anybody to go to, whether you're looking for self-love or you want to have dual pleasure with your partner, whatever. The sex store is one of the greatest places to look into wanting to experiment with your sex life to see what you truly truly want and like even then if you don't want to do a penis sleeve and you just feel like that's just way too much get a cock ring a cock get a vibrating cock ring at that one that vibrates against their balls or their testicles whatever you want to call it and as you're giving them head they feel their penis just vibrating the sensation is going non-stop and they just feel it flowing through their body the blood is rushing more they're going to be more erect Then the fellatio is going to get crazy because as you're feeling his dick get harder in your mouth, naturally, when you're attracted to your partner, you're going to accumulate more saliva. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, fuck me now. Or even if you want to do a cock ring, you can do a vibrator, get a vibrator and then like a small bullet or whatever, put it in between their testicles. And then as you're as you are sucking, throating, whatever, Move it back and forth. But, of course, if you don't want to spend money and you want to stay with a free option, your hands is always, always at your disposal.
And of course, when it comes to deep throating or when it comes to sucking dick, it's never a thing where you always have to deep throat it. Like you can stimulate all parts of the penis with your mouth, your tongue or with your hands. You can lick around it. <laughs> Excuse me. You can lick all around it, suck on the balls and just jerk the dick, all this other kind of stuff. Even if you wanted to, you could honestly just spit on your partner's dick and like just make sure it's a lot of spit or, you know, like I said, lube, and just give him a hand job. Give him a straight hand job, like look him in his eyes. And as you're looking him in his eyes and just gazing at him and just feeling his penis and just stretching it and moving it out, like give him a really good hand job and look him dead in the eyes and moan with it. Don't fake moan like, oh yeah, ooh, but you know, like really feel it. Feel like your hands is your vagina or your butthole or your mouth. And as they're looking at you and they're just like, oh, shit, this feels good. Like, let them know how you feel. Let them know, like, oh, it feels good to have that big dick in my hand. Even if it's not a big dick, you know, your partner's dick is big to you or it's a nice size to you. Then just tell them that. Give them a compliment. Look them in the eyes and tell them how it makes you feel. If you're the kind of person where you're a dom and you're doing this, slut they ass out. If they're a dom and you're a sub and you're doing it, turn into a brat. Like it's so many things that you could do when it comes to fellatio. You don't have to necessarily keep it strictly with the mouth and the throat. You can use your hands. You can use toys. It's other equipment out there to make head feel so good. So good. I want to plan a special day for my partner. What are some ideas? That was the next question. It just, like I said on the other question, it depends on what your partner likes and what's something that they've told you that they wanted to do and you haven't done it yet. If your partner sits down and tells you like their dreams and aspirations and stuff like, oh, I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to go here. I want to do this, that, and the third, this, that, and the third. Honestly, for me, if my partner tells me like, Babe, one day I want to go to Africa. Right now I don't have Africa money. But you're telling me that you want to travel. You tell me that you want to get out the house. So what's a way that I can, we can travel and I can give you culture, but it's not Africa. You see what I mean? I'm not saying like we can go somewhere and get imitated African culture. No, but what you're telling me is, you're telling me exactly what you want, which is you want to go to Africa one day. One day I'll make sure I make that happen. But for right now, thinking of where we are, where we stand financially and realistically in our relationship, what can I do for you right now? What I can do for you is I can travel. I can definitely take you maybe out the country, but not to Africa. Or I can definitely get you a first class ticket or get us some first class tickets with Delta and we can go to Colorado or we can go to California or we can go to New York or we can go to Florida. Like we can go anywhere in the United States or anywhere in our area. But that's just relatively what I'm saying. Listen to what your partner has or remember what your partner has told you that they wanted and actually sit down and see what you can come up with. Because like I said, sometimes we sit there and tell our partners our dreams and aspirations and they're not bad. They're great. And go for everything that you want in this world. But with dreams and aspirations also comes financial obligations. So if you aren't financially able to do certain things for your partner, but you're able to make a little some some shake, listen to what they want and see how you can flip it to still not break your pockets to the point where you're in the negatives. 
but also at the same time, you're able to please them, take care of them, make them feel good, make them feel appreciated. Because that's always the move and the motive that we're going for. Okay, the next question is, I want to try anal, but I'm not ready for a penis. What are some steps to get comfortable with anal? If you know me, you know I love anal sex. Just because many benefits can't get, but easy ones, can't get pregnant, easy to get out. All I got to do is go to the bathroom like I've been doing, but can't get pregnant from anal sex. But anyways, some tips before trying it with a penis is start from the basics. Start from, start with a tongue. Start with getting your ass ate. Let's just start there. Let's start with the basics. Before people was out here popping pussy for real, for real, or whatever the case may be, you were sucking dick and eating pussy, right? Maybe. Some of us probably weren't that blessed or weren't weren't educated enough, I should say, to start that route to eat and or suck dick before you engage in intercourse. But, you know, we live and we learn. But start from the basics. Get your ass ate. See how you feel about getting your ass ate. And when you eat the booty, not you, but whatever, when the person eats your butt, make sure they're not just around the surface area where it's just the anal cavity. Like, no, go in the rectum. Put your tongue in their rectum. If if your partner is the kind of person where it's like, oh, but you shit from there, you shit from there, you shit from there, blah, 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 blah. Very true statement. But just like everybody has to clean their body There is a way that you can clean yourself and get your ass ate and have anal sex and you have to worry about no poop getting on your dick. As much as I love anal sex, it has been a very, 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 very long time since I have sharted or whatever on my man's penis. I have figured out and mastered what exactly I needed to do in order to clean myself before I engage in anal intercourse with him. So now that I go through my routine, it's very easy to um, make sure that doesn't happen. But yeah, start with a tongue. And then after you go from a tongue and you've become comfortable with that and now you want something to stretch you out a little bit more, you want to feel something more firm, sturdy, hard, or whatever the case may be, go to a finger. We was all probably out here getting fingered and jacked off before we started having sex anyways. Start, go with a finger. I would personally start with like a pinky. Just because the pinky is smaller. A pinky or the middle finger, especially the middle finger because the middle finger, you can curve it. And stuff like that you have, it's bigger in a sense than the pinky and it's longer. And then once you become comfortable with like one of your smaller fingers, then go for the thumb. The thumb, of course, is wider. It's fatter. And some people's thumbs have like a very distinct curve to it. So that way it can prepare you for the idea of what a penis can do. After a hand, after the hand, one of the fingers have gone in, I do not say go to a penis because after you are able to take a thumb and there's not too many or as many complications as it was before when you first started off. I personally say go to a butt plug or an anal trainer. And when if you've mastered the thumb, then you can skip a small butt plug because a small butt plug feels relatively close to a thumb. I would say go to like the medium or depending on how big your partner's thumb is, you might have to switch it to a large. But definitely start with a medium butt plug that doesn't get in the way you want to get something that's very sturdy like all of my butt plugs are metal and they don't have any hangs or drops to them they're all they either have a gem at the end of it or it has like a um a meme not a meme an emoji at the end of it so that way when I'm getting whatever done to me and he sees it he can either see a, um, a sapphire gem 
a rose, a rose petal or a smiling emoji, whatever. But, you know, I would say go to a butt plug or an anal trainer. I also have an anal, tra- anal trainer. It's silicone and it's different stages to it. And it's all hearts. And each time you stick the anal trainer in, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper until you get to the last. Uh, what do I want to call it? Until you get to the last part of it, basically. And then once you're able to successfully put in an anal trainer or a butt plug and you're not having as many complications or issues and all this other kind of stuff and you enjoy the sensation, then you move on to the penis. Only reason why I have all of those stages before adding a penis is because, to be very honest, no matter what size you are, a penis and a butthole, it can be painful. And people could be like, but you shit from there, so if your turd is bigger than the dick. Um, the difference with shit or your defecation and a penis is most of the time when you poop, you're supposed to be relaxed and very comfortable and it's just going to slide right on out. Typically, correct? Now, when you sticking, when a penis is going inside of your butthole, you're going to tense up. You're going to clench. It's, you're supposed to relax and be comfortable with it, yes, and that's what all the people say when they give advice or expertise about it. But the reality is because it's an area that's not common for you and you're not comfortable with it or you've never tried it, your body has to get adjusted to the idea of you doing something like this. And the only way to do that is to take time and training and a lot of education. If you're the kind of person where you like to eat a lot of cheese and beans, food that make you like very runny in the bathroom, then you have to consider like how often you want to do anal training and stuff like that because, I mean, it's your asshole. You shit from there. (laughs) So you just want to be careful and make sure like you know how well you're taking care of your body and also... And however you take care of your body, that will show how you will react to certain things. So that's my process. I started off with tongue and then I use like the fingers. And once I'm able to take a thumb, no problem. Then I go to a butt plug or anal trainer or both. I have both just because there are things that I like about anal sex. And that can be like in a different podcast episode or whatever. And then boom, after you're able to take a tongue, a thumb, fingers or a finger successfully a butt plug and an anal trainer then at this point all you have to do is take dick and once you become comfortable with all those things taking dick it won't be a walk in the park but it will be a lot less difficult than you thought because you have prepared yourself properly for it and the last question is in your opinion what is the proper way to that's crazy in your opinion what is the proper way to eat booty (laughs) so that's crazy that I literally just talked about anal And now I'm answering this question. So, in my opinion, in my opinion, what's the proper way to eat booty? I feel like, just like, I'm only going to say the vagina because that's what I have. And that's the best way that I can compare it. But, no, even then, just like a vulva, you want all of your vulva lick, just like your penis. You want all of your penis licked. You want the tip, the shaft, the testicles. For people with vulvas, you want the clitoris, the labia minora, majora, vaginal opening. Excuse me, you want all of that licked. The same thing goes for the butt. You, they want 
not they want, but you would, it would feel great if you actually licked all of it, not just be at the asshole and then you're just licking at just right there, like put a little emphasis in it, try to get in there, go face deep, have your nose very deep in it, lick the ass crack left and right cheek, lick the booty cheeks, kiss the booty cheeks, appreciate the butt while you're eating it or licking it, whatever, smack the ass. I don't want to suggest that people suck on the butthole because you might fuck around and suck a fart out. I'm over-exaggerating and I'm being funny, yes, but on a serious tip, if you are not comfortable with doing any type of anal play with your partner, then just don't jump and try it because a lot of things... A lot of times when it comes to any type of anal play, you have to be sure that your partner is very, 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 very much clean. Like, very clean. Anal sex or anal play, I shouldn't just say sex, but anal play is not one of those things where as soon as your partner gets off the toilet from peeing, you instantly want to get frisky or naughty or something like that. If that's the kind of thing that you're into, then that's fine. But just me personally, in my opinion... I feel like when it comes to anal play or, yeah, just anal play, it's best to make sure your partner just got out of the shower. It doesn't have to be, like, just out of the shower. As soon as they dry themselves off and put on lotion, all right, I can eat your ass. But, you know, (laughs) if they've taken a shower within, like, the past two hours or so and you guys just been chilling, haven't been doing nothing, anything of that nature, you want to be sure that your partner is clean because you don't want to go back there and lick a tissue, (laughs) You don't want to go back there and lick a dookie flake. You don't want to go back there and as you're licking it, eating it, whatever, and they just fart in your mouth. I don't think, if you find that enjoyable, your business. I'll put it like that. Me, personally, not something that I would enjoy. I would be very much so upset, and it would probably, like, make me want to just stop for a little while until my body calms down from being so, um, being so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Being so disturbed. Cause that would somewhat disturb me and my peace. But when it comes to eating booty, it, I view it the same way that you suck dick or you eat pussy. You need to lick all of it, not just the outside, but go inside a little bit too. make sure you're stimulating all parts of it. Because even then the anal cavity is somewhat like any other part of your body. Once it's penetrated, stimulated, or whatever the case may be, you feel stimulation in all parts of it. So you have to think of it like that. And just take your time with it. Eating booty is not one of those things, like I said, it's shown in pornos, where you're just sticking your tongue out and you're spreading the ass cheeks and you're just going... No, like lick it like... Um, ice cream that bitch ice cream cone that booty hole to be uh, no fuck that ice cream sandwich that booty hole you got one cookie crumb on this side and one cookie crumb on the other eat the white shit in the middle lick that asshole ass crack all of it lick it stimulate it make love to it it's the same thing it's the same concept same vibe it's just a different area but that was all for my Q&A today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And whenever I do another Q&A, of course, ask me questions, y'all. I will answer any of your questions as long as I'm educated in it. And just don't ask me nothing that's just too crazy or too out of the book. But even if you do, I just won't read it. Yeah, I'll probably just do it that way. I just won't read it. And my team just won't put it in the the box. 
But I hope you guys enjoyed the rest of your day. And thanks for tuning in. Bye.